welcome back. Here we are once again with the Todd Sylvester Inspires Belief Cast. And once again, have an amazing guest on today, Paul Moore. He's going to join us today. Good good day to you. Good day to you. Yeah, thanks, thanks. for being here. Thanks for having me. Um, I do need to thank once again our sponsor, Veracity Networks, and my good friend Drew Peterson for uh, making that possible. Uh, they're an amazing company. Please check out their website and see that... Uh, You'll, you'll know quickly how, what an amazing company they are. Again, thanks for all your support out there. We are trending, and, man, we're blowing up, and good things are happening, and a lot of people are listening to these and sharing them, so I want to thank all of you. We wouldn't be where we're, where we're at had it not been for all the efforts of, you, of you, all, all the listeners. So thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, we have Paul Moore today. Uh, he grew up in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. A little west of there, but... But you wouldn't know cool. where, yeah. You wouldn't know, yeah. Yeah. I've actually never been to Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, I'd love to go there one day. Um, you know, you've had a passion for branding, graphic design, inventing, mm-hmm. building businesses, mm-hmm. um, which we'll get into. You have a you have a website called drivendeep.com, and there's a reason why you even formed that. Correct. Uh, obviously, off the air, we talked a little bit about how some of the struggles you had growing up. You you had a stutter. And then you also were overweight. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get into how you, when you lost the weight, how that kind of just, not only it was kind of a new look and a new feel for you, but almost a new mindset and a new way of giving back to this world. Correct? That's exactly right. Yeah. That's exactly so I'm excited right. for our listeners to hear yeah. this. So yeah, uh, we're very blessed to have Paul Moore today. So give us a little background on you and you know, tell us about growing up in uh, Gettysburg, Pennsylvania and, and a little bit about your family. For sure. So yeah, from Pennsylvania, love it. It's just a wonderful place, a, a, a totally different kind of beauty from here in Utah. Right. When I got here, everyone's like, just look at the mountains and, and you'll know where to go. <laughs> right. Directions. And yeah. I'm like, they're That's, everywhere. Yeah. You know, they're on all um, sides. Exactly, How do I do that? Exactly. Yeah. Home, home is very green. Um, I, I, I grew up with a, a wonderful family, parents who loved me. I have two sisters. Um, no cousins, zero, just dad's right. an only child mom, yeah. or, and, and mom has one brother. Um, and I, I, I would say I was blessed with parents who, who knew how to guide me, who okay. knew how to lead me. I was from an early age. I was that kid who, when someone came to fix something in the house, my mom be like, can he watch you? You know, right. do do what you're doing. I was the kid who was drawing <laughs> from like a tiny little kid, and I was always inventing, always trying to, you know, uh, create something. And so my parents always asked me the right questions that prevented me from maybe going down, you know, roads that might not be beneficial. But they they also knew when to let me fly as okay. well. Okay. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Um, so. You know, at a young age, you know, you mentioned off the air you you had a you had a stutter that you mm-hmm. was that something you had early on or is this later or when when did that start? So I had that. It was probably started when I was about ten or eleven. Um, early on, I had what was called um, petty mal seizures, where I would just kind of blank out mm. and. I would just be gone for for a little bit and then come back. And then it kind of transitioned from that to stuttering. I don't know entirely how, but Mm -hmm. from about 11 or so on, I had a a stutter that I feared speaking in any public setting, church, kind of classroom type environment things. Um, I just feared talking. And 
you know, yeah. had had friends. Well, had people in my life. I would call my friends, but at times, you know, teenagers and and people are younger. They can be mean. Yeah. Um, so you got teased about it. Teased and, about it, kind of a thing. Yeah. And so it's it's it was one of those trials that until um, about I was about nineteen. That's when I served a two year a two year mission for my church. Um, I, that's what got me to overcome that. Right. And it, it, sorry. Go ahead. And I, no, you're good. No. I want to get into that for sure. No. But I also want to talk because you know, I really. <clears throat> I love stories of people overcoming stuff. That's why you're on because, you know, you've overcome some things that are pretty uh, difficult to deal with. So here you are getting teased as a kid. Right. What's some, what's the story you told yourself when you're being teased? And I mean, that had to have been a difficult time. It is. uh, And, and it, it definitely was. I feel if I could give a piece of advice to myself back then, it would just be to stay in the moment take life one day at a time. Um, I will definitely say there was many hard nights crying, you know, with, with my mom or my dad and not knowing how to cope with it. And I think sometimes we don't know how to cope with stuff. Um, but we have to reach out to other people and, and have them help. And I think that's, how did you cope? I mean, did you isolate? Did you stay away from people? What, what did you do to, I just stuck with the people that, that I knew really loved me. Right. And stuck with the people that, knew my weaknesses and and didn't care and just loved me for me right. we all have weaknesses we all have things that were in, that that are imperfect about us um, right. but there's people that are in our lives that regardless of that love us no matter what right and so i think it was sticking with them sticking with people who really cared um, and and stuttering is a thing that if you feel confident if you feel kind of secure in a certain environment uh-huh. you do better with it right yeah and so we can talk about later, but that that's one of the things that helped me overcome it is doing things that were doing things that was uncomfortable enough to where I got comfortable with it. Yeah. Okay. So I love that because I really believe that again, it comes back to that kind of the mindset, Mm -hmm. right? When you're self-conscious about it and you're worrying about it, it's probably 10 times worse because then when you do actually speak, it's there and it's like exaggerated, correct? Self-fulfilled prophecy. Yeah. We our, our minds have the ability of looking or not looking in the future, but predicting or thinking right. about what it could be like. Right. And so when you go over and over and over that and you worry and you worry, and then when you get there yeah. and it happens, yeah. you know, it's just hard. Yeah. I call that future tripping. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> you're worried about that. And so, exactly. so you're going through this and it started at a young age and it went all, all through school. It sounds mm-hmm. like junior, you know, elementary, correct. junior high, high school. Yep. Correct. Yep. So, and did you have a close group of friends that eventually just accepted you for that and didn't tease you about it? Or, or did you still even, because a lot of times, even like your group right. of friends who you say right. they're your friends will still give you a hard time about it. Right. So growing up, so my mom is a teacher and she actually taught us at home. So for, okay. for quite a bit of that. So my, my core was through church. And through sports. Okay. And so I didn't have as much of the teasing. So I think in a way, two things happened there. One, um, I might not have experienced as many trials to overcome it, but I think at the same time, it did shield me from merciless teasing, you know, um, being, being taught at home. But I had good friends at church. There were some that were, you know, still teased, but there was that core that, that yeah. still was there with me on that. Right. Yeah. 
And that had to have been helpful knowing that you've got that core to, to kind of lean on and, and during those tough times. I'm, I'm very close with my family. Like right. being that we have no cousin, I have no cousins, <laughs> one uncle, Really, you know, it's yeah. like you buy the, like your basic table at Walmart and it can house our entire family gathering, right. Oh, wow. For Christmas. Okay. So it's just a small group. Right. And, um, I, I just, I talk to them often. And yeah. so they're, they've just always been there. So how long did you me. live out in Pennsylvania? I was there till about 18, um, served to your mission. Um, didn't go very far. Went to the state right next door, New Jersey, <laughs> and then went to school in Virginia. Uh, I went to school at, uh, Southern Virginia University, and oh, then okay. I came here shortly thereafter. After that, yeah, I've been here about seven, eight so years. So you mentioned earlier yeah. that you know when you're on your mission, mm-hmm. um, that was a way for you to really work hard and kind of overcome this fear around the stutter right. and the stuttering. And then, right. um, what did you do? What was what what did you actively do on your mission to make sure to kind of overcome that? What did you do? It's not. <laughs> I would say it's not so much what I did, but what life did to me or what life presented for me. Gotcha. And I guess I shouldn't take all, take credit. I don't know. Give it was me though as well. It's like life yeah. places stuff in front of you and you have to jump through you these do hoops. It or you don't either you do or you don't. Yeah. And so it was one of those where, you know, as a full-time mission, you're, you're knocking on doors, sharing message of, of our savior. Right. And there's moments where I stuttered so bad that I couldn't get one word out and they just slam the door in my face. Right. And then we go to the next one and I do it all over again. Nothing came out. I was starting so bad. They probably thought I was like, who is this kid? Right. (laughs) Tag a shirt and is he can't even speak. And then, um, but just kept over and over doing that day in day out. I spoke probably 50 times, gave kind of talk type of speech type of things. And so it was one of those where it got me to the point where I was comfortable in that space. Wow. And then later on, I, I taught um, I, I taught seminary for the LDS Church or the Church of Jesus Christ. This was after? Things. Yeah. Yep. So, this was after. And so then, real quick, yeah, while you're it. on your mission, you're knocking on mm-hmm. these doors. And, right. I, and you know, I never served a mission. Right. Um, I've, you know, I've had friends who had. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know how scary that would be to knock on a door and share something that you're, these people, one, you're probably thinking they don't want to hear it, uh-huh. but then you're also struggling with, can I even say anything without stuttering kind of right. thing? But what I love about what you said is um, you kept at it. You didn't give up. It would have been easy for you. Like, I'm not doing this. Right. But you kept going, which I thought, you know, that's pretty remarkable. I, I find kind of looking back on my life, failure is the pathway to success right and we all fail i but i think often we lump ourselves in with that failure mm-hmm. and we say i'm a failure mm-hmm. i think we need to separate that and say i had a moment where i failed but i am not a failure i like that i keep going i keep yeah. trying and taking life in bite-sized moments you yeah. know just taking it one day at a time even one hour at a time, some morning, I don't know if you've been there where it's like, Oh, that was not a productive morning. Right. But instead of just living in that world where it's, you know, now it's not a productive day. Another day shot. Exactly. I say, I am changing now. This next hour is going to be the best I've ever lived. Well, I love that. And so it's just breaking it down. 
Beautiful. From sometimes it's even into minutes. It mm-hmm. kind of depends on our mindset, where we're at, where we have yeah. to break it down in a way that we can overcome that mental hurdle. I love it. Very powerful. You know, you mentioned as well that kind of life presents these things in mm-hmm. front of us. You know, I have a, you know, a philosophy that I share with my clients that life mm-hmm. happens for us. Right. You know, um, think about the blessings that have come in your life. And we haven't even got there yet. I'm just, I already just kind of know this. We didn't even talk about this. Yeah. But because you overcame this, think of the blessings that have come from that because you, like you said, you, on every hour, if you had to re kind of reinvent yourself, you did it, you know, and how, if it wasn't for that, you wouldn't be, you know, where you are today. I agree. I, I would say there are, I am who I am today because of my trials. And there are keystone trials in my life that have transformed who I am. Wow. One of the keystone trials is stuttering. Weight loss is another. My journey to Utah, I, I, don't, I don't think I shared this with you, but my journey to Utah, I didn't make it. A semi hit my car in Iowa, totaled it. I was stranded a thousand miles from anyone, you know, that right. I really knew and had to go over, had to overcome all that. And wow. so, um, there, I think in our lives, there are keystone trials that transform us yeah. moments in time, or it can be a, a period of time, but this trial that's there that as we overcome it, um, it, it really defines at the core level of yeah. who we, it, it really defines who we are yeah. at that base. What level. I love now is you're a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> you know, a guy who stuttered his whole life yeah. pretty much now is a motivational speaker who doesn't do that anymore, who's confident in what he says. I mean, again, it probably makes you a hundred times better motivational speaker because of what you mm-hmm. went through with the stuttering. Our weaknesses are opportunities for strengths. Love we it. just have to face them. Love it. Very love it. So you get home from your mission. Um, at this point, and you know, and I don't know where you're at, but I mean, are you overweight at this point? Because I know that. When, when did that all happen, and what was going on there? Yeah, so most of my life, um, growing up, uh, probably I was on the swim team. You know, when I was really young, but then when I stopped that, I think probably when I hit, you know, probably like eleven or twelve. That's kind of when it really started. And at my peak, I was two hundred and seventy pounds. Wow. Um, I know I was looking at some of the pictures on mm-hmm. your website and the, the difference was like, wow, it's, it's when you see them side to side, right. you're like, wow, that was you. Right. It's looking back on it now. I, it's interesting looking back in the past. I think there's two things. Um, one, it helps us with the future. It helps us to live a better future reflecting on the past. Mm-hmm. But I also think like looking back, I'm like, I have to think about some of these things sometimes. I think life has a, a mechanism that when stuff that's really bad that has happened to us has happened, yeah. we tend to forget about it to a degree where the, to the degree that it doesn't harm us anymore. Right. And I think that's a beautiful thing that's built into kind of who we are that even if we've had a huge trial in our life, let's say someone passes away right. six months to a year later, we're at our baseline of happiness. Yeah. We can be, you know, right. and so, um, personally, yeah, it's, it, it was up and down. It was one of those, I, I don't want to admit this, but like I have bought, you know, early on in high school and college, <laughs> I bought so many as seen on TV type of sure. exercise <laughs> things, you know, yeah. it's just like, 
I was a kid who was just lost and, you know, my whole family has struggled with this. And now my sister, both my sisters have made huge transformations as well. And, you know, it's, it's one of those where you don't know what you don't know. And now that I'm in marketing, I know exactly what those infomercials were doing (laughs) to me, you know? And it's just one of those where life is so simple. There's simple answers for what we think is so complex, but it's simple. Right. Um, I found that my journey to to losing that weight, it, it really wasn't just about the weight. It was about living a balanced life. It was about feeding my soul the correct way, knowing what it felt like to be hungry in five slightly different ways. And right. we'll talk about that later, but okay. it's, it's, it's one of those where it's hard to really change when you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. And I lost a ton of my mission just because I was moving, <laughs> I was right. moving every day. But then yeah. when I got home, I went right back in those same habits and it's knowing how to break those habits, those bad right. habit loops. Sure. Wow. So you stuttered, you're overweight. I mean, what a challenge for any kid. I mean, that's, that's a tough, tough thing to go through. Um, so you get, you get to that point where you put all the weight back on when you get home. Mm-hmm. So what was the turning point when you finally decided now at this point is your, st- are you, over the stuttering part now after you got home so interesting so i did take a a a medication for it for quite a while okay and then once i got off my parents insurance it was interesting i couldn't i didn't it was really expensive and i wasn't able to afford it and this was just at the moment when i was going to be i was trying to be a full-time seminary teacher okay for the church of christ saints and uh and it was this moment where I had one class where someone was gonna watch me, observe me, and I didn't have I didn't have that comfort anymore. I didn't have that, right. you know, whatever type of effect mentally that I thought that that little pill had to help. Um, it did, I think, but but now looking back, I think it might have been more mental than anything. Right. Um, that whole summer, I was a counselor. Um, for mm-hmm. this for this youth camp, and so the whole summer, I had a couple moments where it was rough, where I just it just this stutter came back. I wasn't able to control it the way that I used to, and so. But then, as the summer went on, it got better. And then this moment that I was I, I'd been preparing for for five years to 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 you know try and be this teacher, and I'm like, I just I'm here, looking back. Over that summer, I did the whole summer. I had a couple hiccups, but the whole summer was me. Wow. I had no help at that right. point. And so ever since then, um, it's just been me. I haven't had, you know, I, and, and now I speak All at places where there's, you know, yeah. hundreds of people. And, yeah, you um, never know. I, yeah. You never know. Yeah. You know, um, that's amazing. So what was the, the point where you finally said, like, you know, I've got to change the way I'm eating because mm-hmm. – I would imagine, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't want to put words or assume here, but did you, that had to have been a tough time in feeling maybe down about yourself, being overweight. Right. Can you describe that? Yeah. So it it really comes in waves, you know, where you feel bad about yourself or if something happens and then you eat more. Soda was like my thing. I right. love, and, I've, and now I, I haven't drank I haven't had a drink of soda for about six years now. Wow. And so I just, 
It doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah. I saw you drink water via water. Via water. Yes. (laughs) On my website. Yeah. Instead of water via soda. Um, it's, it's, I actually drink the the actual stuff. Right. And so (laughs) it's, it's, it's one of those where now that I've, I, I don't drink soda, carrots now are sweeter fruit that didn't have any or you know vegetables that didn't have any sweetness to it now do right um a a little bit of sugar now perks me up just as much as a whole glass of soda would right right. it's getting your body off of those addictions and 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 all of us have them it's what what kind of addiction do we have whether it's on our cell phone or soda or whatever um but but i would say it it's tough it's tough being in that space and i have friends and i've uh, I have family who have been, you know, who are, you know, yeah. who, who, who have been in that space and I just feel like people come into your life or there's certain moments that happens where, where there's a God above who knows the pain, um, or there's family who recognize and someone comes in and helps you, um, in those moments. Right. Um, uh, it's just tough and it's yeah. just weathering those storms. And I would say the moment where I changed or that really was the, I guess kind of going back to what I said earlier, that, that keystone moment. Yeah. Um, I was, I was a counselor at this church camp and I was talking, um, to the wife of the director and I was mentioning, you know, I was, you know, I didn't know her that well, but she just, flat out told me someone I didn't know that well, but basically just flat out told me you need to start taking better care of yourself. You know, uh, I was telling her some other right. counselor that I had a crush on. Right. Yeah. And then she just was like, you need to take better care of yourself. And I think it was, I, I, it was, it was harsh at the time. I yeah. wouldn't recommend it for everyone. I think with my personality, it did, it did what it needed to do. Well, sometimes we need to hear the truth. Mm-hmm. Instead of sugarcoating it, right. no pun intended there, but right, seriously, right. like, hey, I'm just going to shoot it to you straight. And I think mm-hmm. those are actually our best friends mm-hmm. who will actually tell us the straight up truth. Right. And she was like, you you do. You you need right. to take better care. So you right. hear this though, and it probably stings. For sure. Right? It's like a Band-Aid just ripped right yeah. off, oh, you know, and you know? it just hurt. So was that when you go, you know what? I need to make a change. Uh-huh. It was It was slow. And anyone who's wanting to lose weight, I would recommend doing it slow. And the reason why I say that is because habits take time to develop. Right. And one one word I just don't like, I don't like, is diet. Because subconsciously we're telling ourselves we're gonna we're gonna do this for a time and then we're gonna yes. stop. Yep. I my my philosophy is is create lifestyle changes. Gotcha. Things that you start whether it be slow, slow is good yeah. because as you, as you do something slowly, but consistently, um, over time you get used to it. You slowly, um, it becomes a more part of who you are versus you just kind of, okay, I got to lose 50 pounds by the summer and you just, you know, turn, turn your life upside down. And it's so unsustainable that once, once you ever, like once you've struggled through that, then you're for sure going to quit and then go back to what you used to do. Right. So for me that summer, it wasn't like, okay, I'm on a strict regiment of greens 
and I'm going to exercise two hours a day, right? I'm just going to change everything. No, no. It was instead of eating all the deep fried stuff for lunch, I'm going to have salad with a bunch of ranch on it. <laughs> but at least it was salad and it wasn't deep fried stuff, right. you know? And then when I came to Utah, I found some good friends. I was blessed to have that. Right. That was huge for me as well. Some core friends that love doing things outside. Okay. We played Frisbee. We went on hikes. Frisbee was rough for a while, yeah, you know, <laughs> when, when my whole life, I only run when something's chasing me, you know, <laughs> now I'm running for yeah. quote unquote, like for fun. You're like, like this, isn't this, is, fun. this isn't fun. My heart's <laughs> about to explode, yeah, you know? Yeah. Um, but over time I learned that I felt so much better after exercise. I felt better because of the exercise, because I was with people and it's, you know, I, I could only run for, you know, a f- hundred feet and then a hundred yeah. yards. Um, and it happened to me in that group or, you know, there was someone I thought was a, a girl that was interested in that, right. but I want to get to know more. And she liked to run. I'm like, you know, for the first time in my life, I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll give this running thing a try, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and we're still friends, but it's, it's one of those where it's, I started out it's a quarter mile and then a half a mile and then over six months, a mile and then a year, two miles, three miles. And then I did my first marathon about uh, a couple years ago and I'm gonna do my second one this year. Right on. So it's just, thank you. It's just, it's, it's little changes over time lead to two big, big results. Right. And it, I think it also, that's great advice too, because I think it, uh, it allows you to not to feel overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. And it probably still felt overwhelming at times, but taking it slow. Okay, I'm going to just do baby steps here. I'm not going to lose all this weight next week. Exactly. I'm going to just, like you said, I'm going to make lifestyle changes. And I think that's great advice for all of us in, in any, area, any area of our life. And it's not being hard on ourselves as well. Yeah. I think oft, we are our biggest critic. For sure. Critic most times. And whenever we fail, it's just like, can't do this you know it's just i'm done yeah. i'm just i'm awful i'm no no you are an amazing individual with talents and gifts specific to you that you can bless the world right. in ways that no one else can right we all have trials they are what make us who we are they are to kind of use an analogy um it's it's kind of like weightlifting. trials are the weights we must lift right to gain the strength hmm. you know That's a good way of looking at it you know it's like it's that. it's the, and we have to do it daily. It's not something you can just weight lift and just handle a huge trial on the weekend, right? right. You have to do it consistently. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's through consistency, but it's, it's just not being hard on yourself. Yeah. Recognizing I had a bad day, but I'm going to do better tomorrow. Or also thinking about today, I'm just going to make sure I get one or two key things done. Right. If the rest doesn't go that well, I've still got those one got or two th- key things. things. Yeah. No, like and, that. and, and taking those small victories, those small wins and, and focusing on those, we have a tendency in this world to focus on the negative and on the right. positive mm-hmm. negative is kind of downstream, kind of floating downstream. Sure. Positive is swimming upstream. Yeah. It's harder to be positive, but in my mind, being positive is a emotional muscle that we must exercise every day. Happiness is an emotional muscle that we must exercise every day. And overcoming trials, same thing. It's just all these different muscle groups of our emotional body 
that right. we have to keep exercising every day. I love that. Great. Um, how so? How how often do you run now? Is it like a daily thing? No, Is it a weekly I, I, thing? I Is probably it? I I do two two three times a week. Yeah. I also try and uh, probably about six or seven years ago I I, I discovered yoga and I also I I discovered cool. hot yoga, <laughs> hundred and five degree. Like I will not go back now. Really? I love it. It helps balance my body and and it's one of those where, and and now this year I've got. I'm starting to weight lift. I've oh, never cool. really been that. All my roommates okay. have been like the weightlifters. All, all my friends <laughs> yeah. have been those weightlifters, and I've been kind of the runner yoga guy. But I found that um, help you know weightlifting helps helps me run better. Right. Helps me do yoga better. And so I try and do all of these throughout the week, maybe once to twice a week, kind of a thing. And I, cool. I also don't want to set myself up with un, un, unrealistic expectations. So again, taking it slow mm-hmm. and just you know learning to love it. Learning to love it. Yeah. Love. It. That's great. Very cool. Well, so now because of this and overcoming some of these trials that mm-hmm. you've mentioned, this has led you to doing what you're doing today and you're right. doing some amazing things. You know, I know, you know, I didn't say this in your in the in your intro, but you've also worked as a designer and marketer creating products for the NBA, Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. NFL, NHL and Premier League right. as well as many Utah brands. Right. Is that something that came later as well or is this something you're doing now? And then I also want to get into your website and kind of the philosophy right. behind that For sure. and what you're doing now. For sure. So yeah, I would say that was one of those big moments of my life as well, getting into that job. Um, I, I was at a spot where um, I had just left a sales job and I had gotten pushed out because of some of my beliefs. Right. And it, that that was tough going through that. Sure. Um, and my life was not comfortable or happy because of kind of who I was. Um, but I'd left that and pushed out of that spot. And I just reached out on social media. And one of my mentors, um, his name's Clyde, f- phenomenal man. Right. Um, he reached out to me. He was like, I've, I've got this position. There's this position of this small startup. Um, that they need someone to do their social media, do some graphic design for them. And yeah, that's kind of how that started. And from that point on, things really changed career-wise for me, right. um, my ability. The things I learned in that company have give, gave me the skills to do what I'm now doing. Okay. To create, uh, and we'll talk about it, but I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm building this, this planner that I'm calling it my happiness planner. I call it my happiness planner because when people speak it, they take ownership of it. Right. And so I wouldn't have known how to do most of the things I'm doing right now, how to create some of the stuff without that um, kind of key moment in my life, that job where it was, it was, it was, it was pretty cool stuff. It was fun stuff where we are, our main product was this polyester wristband and uh-huh. I worked with. Um, I had, you know, I worked with the NBA, the NHL, MLB, and it was just, I created, you know, whole, um, kind of themes of, 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 of different designs across the entire league, you know, and I don't even know, I was kind of like a one man band, you know, I was doing everything. I was doing (laughs) the website images. I was doing the product creation. Um, obviously there was my boss and, but within the marketing and design aspect, but, uh, that, that, that really taught me how to work. And it wasn't great pay. It was it was definitely a struggle. It was a struggle, but it was yeah. worth it for the experiences. For the experience you mm-hmm. learned, yeah. Wow. That's really cool. And I know uh, 
you know, because of, again, this led to what you're doing now, you have mm-hmm. a, a website called drivendeep.com. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about what, what that is, the philosophy behind it, and right. why you put this together. Right. So drivendeep.com, um, that, what it is, is it's a place where people can learn about life balance. It's okay. a place where people can learn how to be happy. Um, my philosophy and, and my motto or my, my mission is to help people become happier, healthier, and self-reliant. Um, it's to help Love people f- build happiness. Um, and l- happiness comes through life balance. So sure. life balance comes in five areas, or, the, or there's five areas to it. It's what I call the five dimensions of happiness. Okay. Spiritual, physical, intellectual, emotional, and social. And it's knowing what it feels like to be hungry in five slightly different ways. Yeah, I like that. We know what physical hunger is, sure. but but there's but there's these other hungers where if we really pay attention to how the body works and to what it's asking us, we'll know what those feel like. And I was telling this to some friends yesterday or uh, a couple days ago. It's it's honestly my belief that that any negative feeling we experience is the body asking us to be fed in some way. Mm. Like if that. if we feel sad, if we feel depressed, if we feel stressed, um, if we if 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 we're anxious, right? It's our body asking us to do something to, like to, to feed it in some way. It's not. There's nothing wrong with us. Right. Would you ever say, you know, morning time, breakfast rolling around, you're hungry, you're like, oh, I am a horrible person, right? Because <laughs> I'm hungry this morning. You know, <laughs> right. no. Right. We wouldn't do that. We it's part of our life. It's part of that daily grind of feeding ourselves with, you know, and and mm-hmm. uh, you know, having water and getting good food in our bodies to nourish us and keep us strong. Um there there are many studies on where where stress stresses our body's response. It's asking us to reach out to someone. Right. Anxiety, depression, this is our body asking for social for um connection, right? Exactly. Yeah. Social engagement. And so that that's that's kind of at, at a high level of what it is, and, and it's also a place where I, I kind of put together all of my loves, all the things I I really enjoy doing, right. um, exercising and sharing that with people, yeah. um, public speaking. I also love graphic design, so if you go on my Instagram and Facebook, you'll see <laughs> all these different designs. Right. Yesterday was uh, was Lion King. I did a, a real fun fun design on that, and I'll do different motivational quotes. Everyone from you know, uh, Edgar Allan Poe right. to, um, you know, Aristotle to Winnie the Pooh kind of thing, right? <laughs> right. I just, I love truth and I, I love finding it and I love sharing it. Mm-hmm. And those different pl- those different places of where those truths come from really resonate with different people. Right. And so I love presenting in a way that's, you know, we see a quote and it's from, you know, some famous author 200 years ago. You're like, oh, that's powerful. But then if, if you see something that's more modern, more fresh, um, I, I, I really like connecting with the younger generation and with just, like all, them, you know, yeah. so I like helping people see things and visualize things and seeing a, a, a truth that they can really digest. Um, you know, marketing is such that if, if we see something visual, that, that really catches our eye, we'll stop and then we'll read. And so that's kind of what I do. I love okay. creating stuff that really catches someone's eye and then, and, and then they stop, read that little one-liner, and then from there they'll read more. And oh, so it's just that. a way that I can sh- share truths with Very people. Very cool. 
So your loves are, you love to run, your motivational speaking, mm-hmm. obviously you love helping people. Correct. I mean, how has that played a part in your your happiness is when you're helping other people? I found that I love helping people one-on-one. I, I, I really do enjoy, I mean, I, I, I definitely enjoy helping when I'm teaching, like, right. you know, speaking in, 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 in front of a large group, but the real joy for me comes with helping people one-on-one because you get to know someone, you yeah. get to help them through something, yeah. you get to have empathy with someone or sympathy, or it's just that deeper connection. Sure. And it's, it's part of that, part of that life balance for me, talking to people, helping people. It's, I'm helping them, but it's also helping me, yeah. you know, it's helping yeah. feed my soul. Right. It's helping every day I try and talk to someone, whether it be, you know, um, calling my dad, calling my mom, um, or talking to a friend, reaching, I've, I've, I've got on my one wall in my room, I've got this checklist of, of friends I want to keep in contact with. And I've got, I've broken it down to where I try and catch up with them once every couple of months, you know? Right. I don't have, you know, memory wise, I, you know, as like a creative, I kind of go all over the place sometimes, but it's, <laughs> it's one I, I, I know my weaknesses. And so I write it all down and right. I, so I can keep tabs with some of these people because sure. friendships, friendships, you know, that I've made in my life, I put a lot of effort into them and it's, I just don't want to throw those away just passively not doing anything. Right, and right. so, um, I, I think as humans, we are built for connection. We, right. we, we are built to have love, to give love. And so I think um, helping people through this means is something that gives me a lot of fulfillment in life. Very cool. Very cool. You guys need to check out his website, uh, drivendeep.com. I've checked it out. It's beautifully done. Mm -hmm. And I love how clean and simple it is. Thank you. I love websites that are just, you know, it doesn't have words everywhere and you feel lost. It doesn't feel that way with yours. And I really, uh, you've done an amazing job there. Um, So, what does a day look like for you? You know, what does a day look like for, you know, how do you, I guess, keep that level of balance and right. and that happiness level that you keep talking about? What What does a day look like for you, and what do you do that? So part part of my routine, I I, I have my 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 core morning routine, just that thing that really gets me going, mm-hmm. and as we do small wins, it starts to snowball. And so I like, I've, I've made, one of the things I do every, every day, um, is make my bed. Right. I love making my bed. I'd started that three years ago, four years ago. And I haven't missed a day. Yeah. And so it's little things like that where it's like making your bed. Um, and then I'll, I'll take, um, I, I take about 15 minutes of, of, of reading my scriptures. Uh, and then I'll take 15 minutes of reading some good book right. that I'm studying at the moment. I just finished the, uh, the, uh, power of habit. I'm starting the mm. Happiness Advantage with uh, Sean Ack- Sean Acker, yeah, um, wonderful book, and I'm still in prototype phase with this, but I'm I'm coming out with this this Happiness Planner soon. But there's I I I, I use it every day. So my morning routine is I set my five goals or five tasks I should say. Right. I okay. say tasks because goals sometimes depending on where you're at in life can. Even saying that word can be daunting. Right. And so I just say five little tasks. Okay. One is reading a spiritual book. One is, you know, and that's kind of that spiritual side of my life. Sure. 
stretching for 20 minutes. Sometimes that's my physical for the day where I just yeah. ran three or four miles the day before. <laughs> yeah. I got to loosen stiff. up a little bit. I'm yeah. stiff. Just stretch. Yeah. Or that day it can be eating an extra, you know, serving or two of fruits and vegetables. Right. It, it, it doesn't have to be, you know, this huge two hour gym thing ordeal, you know, it can be just doing, or if I'm, if I know I'm going to be shopping that day and grocery shopping, I'm going to park at the back of all the parking lots that day. Mm. That's my task for four, four physical that day. It's then, you know, and then from there reading a good book and then, um, what I do on, for the emotional side of my life, I, I, I write three affirmations and I write three gratitudes every okay. day. Great. Three affirmations or positive statements about who I am. I, you know, today's was I am patient, I am resilient, I am loving. And then I just write three gratitudes as well. Love. Gratitude is such a powerful thing. Right. Um, powerful thing where they've studied that, you know, uh, Sean Acker in the, uh, the Happiness Advantage, he said that, let me see if I can find it. It's, it's powerful stuff. He said that people that, ju- that, that scan the world for, for those things that are positive rather than negative, um, they, they're more energetic, they're more emotionally intelligent, forgiving, and less likely to be depressed, anxious, or lonely. Beyond that, they are more optimistic, they feel more socially connected, they enjoy better quality sleep, and even mm. experience fewer headaches wow. than control group, than, than, than people who aren't you know exercising those those gratitude muscles sure. and so Jeez, that's, that's one thing awesome. i do where and then for social it can be something like this like i'm coming out i'm 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 talking to you today <laughs> so i'm just going to check that off yeah i talked absolutely. with todd today yeah so yeah go. and so it's just doing those little things very and then cool. filling my life with the other essentials yeah. but it's just making sure i feed myself in each of those five areas yeah very cool i love the gratitude piece uh you know, I you know, I share with my clients is I think it's the most powerful stimulant on the planet. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's kind of like our tithing to the universe. Right. Is when we're grateful for what we've got, grateful, and actually not just, you know, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm grateful, but actually like what you're doing, you're actually right. spelling it out. This is what I'm grateful for today, and mm-hmm. I love that you do that. When When is this? Is this be something to be available on your website eventually? Or? It will. I'm about a month or month or so out. I'm okay. on prototype ten. I've been working on this thing for about four years. Wow. So long time. slow, slow and steady. Still, that's that's kind of, that's kind of my mantra. <laughs> slow and life. steady. Slow and steady. Where it's I just been building it. I've had some some really great friends that have helped me with this. Um, it's it's and yeah, I'm just Love really it. excited to share it with everyone. Love it's it. it's 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 a tool that and and this is part of my mission as well. It's I want to provide people with tools that are easy to use that break down complex things right and and help people take it in in, in kind of um bite-size moments love it you know day by day happiness is not something that's around the corner it's not something that's a month or two away it's something you can build today today i love that great great advice and uh i love that if if you could you know, we have a lot of listeners who mm-hmm. um, are either struggling or they have a lot of people right. they know who are struggling. Right. And and maybe it's, you know, they're overweight or right. they're, right. they have a stutter or they have right. a kid who's stuttering. What's some advice that you could share with our listeners around that and how to yeah. deal with that? Yeah, great question. I would, I would say is be patient with yourself. Love yourself. Do not set, goals they're unreasonable okay we often do that right you know 
just use the you know January first for example. We we, <laughs> we set so many unreasonable goals yeah. based on our past behaviors. Mm-hmm. Look at where you are. Look at where you truly are. And what is that next step or two that'll get me down that path of where I ultimately want to go? Yeah. We often think, wow, look at that man at the top of the mountain, you know, or look at that top of that mountain. And it's like, wow, I want to be, but we forget that if, if we want to get there, we have to climb the mountain. Yeah, we stop to climb the mountain. We, we, we stop to climb the mountain. Yeah. And it's, it's one of those <laughs> where it's not enjoyable sometimes, yeah. but I, I think there you can still find, even if it's not fun, learning to find, find fulfillment in those tough moments, I think has right. been a beneficial thing for me. Kind of leaning into the discomfort. Yeah. Wrecking, you know, running up a hill. It's kind of weird, but it's one thing I try and do is that when I'm running up, I try not run so fast that I can't smile anymore. Right. I always try and be able to, ha- I always try and run with a smile on my face where I'm, where I have that ability because if I feel, you know, I'll sometimes run past people, I'll wave it on and be like, hi, you know, and, and they just look like they're just the most unhappy person because yeah. they're running. And it's just like, they're so in this, this, this negative mindset. And I yeah. get it. Running doesn't feel good sometimes, but it's, it's running for me is kind of like life where we can be that way just in life, just sitting on our couch. Yeah. We can be so, um, kind of s- s- so sucked into this dark place that we can't we don't let any light creep in sure and and so it's one where i think just be patient with yourself okay make make reasonable goals and and know that failure is the pathway to success that's how everyone gets there we all fail no one if if someone says they haven't failed everyone's failed getting to that place right and if you haven't failed in life you haven't done anything in your life that has taken you out of your comfort zone gotcha yeah. So if you want to grow, if you mm-hmm. want to improve, you you have to fail. Right. That's the only way. Our muscles, in order to grow them, we have to break them down. Right. We have to rip them apart in a sense so that they build up gotcha. stronger than before. And it's the same thing with anything in life. Yeah, I love that. You know, as you're saying, you know, smiling as you're running up that mm-hmm. hill, it's like enjoying the pain, mm-hmm. being grateful for the pain. You know, I just read an awesome book called uh, You uh, you can't hurt me right. by David Goggins, and he talks about how he got to the point where he yeah. trained himself to enjoy the pain and the mm-hmm. suffering that he might be going through because he knows on the other side of that is where the reward's going to be. Exactly, and it's kind of what you were saying. It's what went through my mind as you're saying you run up the hill and you're smiling, waving at people, and they're looking at you like, "What? You know, how's this guy doing that?" But what a great philosophy, uh, not just with running, but in life mm-hmm. in general. Right. You know smiling and enjoying the journey as we go through something difficult even pain challenge struggles trials those those are some of the greatest teachers i've ever had in my life right and i wouldn't i looking back on all the things i've experienced i wouldn't change a thing yeah you know yeah um being stuck in the middle of nowhere in iowa after semi hit my car i'm in a junkyard waiting you know because there's no there literally was one tiny little motel and it was full <laughs> it was like bethlehem there was no room in the inn for me you know and so it was one of those where I, looking back on it, that was a keystone moment a keystone trial and it's like i, I wouldn't change a thing yeah that's awesome 
Yeah. Yeah, because look what it's done. It, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing today had you not been exactly. through all those trials. Exactly. Well, if you could uh, give our listeners a challenge, uh-huh. you know, what's a challenge you could give them that, that maybe help them break out of these things? I know you've given some advice, which right. it may all tie in, but uh, what's some what's a challenge you could give people who are listening right now? I'm going to give you the challenge of what I do every morning. Okay. Set, find one task in each of those areas today. Love it. One task. So whether it be meditate for 10 minutes, read your scriptures for 10 minutes, pray, whatever whatever your um, faith is or whatever your spirituality is, that um, just find one little task in that area. Physically, if... If you haven't been to the gym in years, maybe do something as small as, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to need a couple, you know, apples today, just something small or parking the back of the, you know, parking the back of the parking lot, walk Walk a little little further, further, walk a little further than what you've done. Right. If on average you take this many steps, just go maybe a hundred more, you know, kind of a thing. Um, Learn something today, something that you didn't know before, whether it be a, a, a TED talk or listening to a, one other episode on this podcast, you know, learn learn something you haven't learned before. Expand your mind, um, and then rather than leaving open ended f- uh, for the emotional area, write three things you're grateful for today. I love it. And then socially talk to someone. Talk to someone you care about. Um, I also make a game of it sometimes to go to Walmart. You know, I find I find this is more true in cities than like smaller areas. But I'll you know it's it's weird. I'll I'll, I'll go to Walmart. But like, how many times, you know. My game is how many times do I have to say hello before someone like says hello back? And it's interesting. It's just, it's, it's sad in a way, but like, yeah. it's one of those where I just try, I try and talk to someone you haven't talked before. Right. Talk to the cashier. Yeah, right. You know, how's yeah. your day? Love it. Just, so just one task in each of those areas. Beautiful. And I promise you, you'll have a happier day for doing I love it. Love it. Great advice. Great advice. Great challenge. Um, if people wanted to reach out to you, Paul, mm-hmm. and to you know maybe ask you a question or to get to know you better, mm-hmm. to learn more about what you're doing and your philosophies right. and things like that, what would be the best way for them to do that? Uh, probably the best way um, is probably through Instagram or Facebook. Okay. Um, Instagram, you can direct message me, um, uh, or you can comment on a post or something. Um, I I I, I make just a at point. Paul Moore. It is or? at uh, at at Driven Deep. Oh, okay. On Instagram, so it's uh, at driven d r i v e n deep d e e p, and then on okay. Facebook it's driven deep dot Paul Moore, gotcha. um, okay. and then or you can go on my website. I have I have a place where you can contact me with email, but uh, but yeah, social media is probably the quickest way to get a hold of me. Beautiful, and so and that's where I just share everything and yeah, yeah I, I love I love it. I love it. Well, there you go, listeners. Uh, reach out to Paul if you have a question for him or if you're struggling with losing weight or. Even I mean I think there's a lot a lot of people who stutter that struggle with it that don't we don't know about so Paul would be a great person for you to reach out to or if you know someone that needs to hear this make sure that they get Paul's message um, I want to thank you for being on thanks for having uh, me great story appreciate um, it you're inspiring I I really do admire the things that you push through and the trials that you push through and I love how you don't play victim to it. And that you are using this to actually strengthen you and move forward and help others. 
because of it. And it truly is remarkable. I appreciate that. Thank you yeah. for having me. Yeah, thank I'm, you. Thanks I'm, for being on. I'm grateful for this and for the opportunity and, and, and all the things you've done in your life as well. It's, it's, it's definitely a pleasure to be here with you. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, there you go, listeners. Once again, an amazing story, another amazing person. And uh, thanks again for listening and taking the time. Again, I, I need to thank Veracity Networks for their uh, sponsorship and, uh, and helping us uh, make this possible. And uh, thanks to you guys. Remember that I love you guys. I'm grateful for this opportunity. And until next time, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Paul. Thank you.